that that part came through. <laughs> How about this? Is this better? Yeah. You're back. What, okay. What happened? I mean, I just had to place the cord in the correct position, and now we're good. Yes. <laughs> that sounds like the power cord on my decade-old laptop. You have to, you have to get it exactly right, or else it doesn't work. Sounds like having penetrative sex with my wife. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Okay. Okay. That, that's better. That almost felt good. Oh, uh, ho- uh, you're gone again. <laughs> <laughs> Is it even in? Is it in? <laughs> All right. Now don't move. I'll I'll do everything. Just stay right there. Okay. Yeah. I just can't like wiggle around or do any of my patented act outs, and we'll be fine. <laughs> I just gotta look like I'm frozen. No kissing. Yeah. Also. Uh, no smooching. I just have to go Stephen Hawking style. So I'm just going to be right here the whole pod. I'm not moving. I'm just going to be sitting in this chair, not moving from the neck down, and sexually harassing my nurses. That's all I'm going to be doing. That looks like uh, that thing is like 99% microphone, but you're talking into a tenth of a percent of <laughs> what you could. I'm right on top. What if I talk down here, the bottom? Can you hear me? Yeah. It's worse. It is it's worse. Good. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna stay on the tip of the ice cream cone. You got a yeah. You got a Bob Barker, like a long, thin son of a bitch. I do. Who wants to showcase showdown with me? <laughs> Anybody? How about a showcase bro down, where it's just a bunch of fellas in a tent together, seeing who gets hard first? Yeah, that's what this is. Is a showcase bro down. <laughs> yes. I had a bunch of fries for lunch, and now I feel stupid and logy. Just French fries. Well, my mom ordered truffle fries for some reason, even though she had one of them and said it was too spicy. Uh, and then I also got fries with my club sandwich. And the club sandwich is carb-laden, so I'm just, I'm, I'm barely holding on. I can't move. And you called it, you feel logy. Yeah, logy. logy. <laughs> what does that mean? You know, kind of dumb and sluggish. Logy. You don't know about logy? It's a real word. Mm. Jake, you're nodding your head. It is a real word. Yeah. It is. I use it. Yeah, you've never heard it before. You are. You have an improv background, and so you're going yes and to Sam creating a word that is not real. No, <laughs> it's very real. Yeah, logy. I feel very logy today. Becker's not just vuncular. Like he's not just agreeing <laughs> with people. He's agreeable. I am, but this one's this one is real. As someone who eats enough to get logie all the time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, some in some cultures, it's known as the itis, you know, where you're just like kind of sleepy and stupid. <laughs> in one culture, it's known as the itis. Yeah. And then in, in, in this culture, it's logie. Logie, it might be uh, indigenous to Colorado. Maybe that's why me and Becker know it. Yeah, yeah. I could see that being a weird local thing. Yeah. I'm low down in logie, man. Well, I'll tell you, I... Uh... I knew it was a losing battle when, as soon as we started because I was reminded, I think maybe a week or two ago, uh, I don't know if it was Oxford's Dictionary or Merriam-Webster, but they have included the word supposedly with a B instead of a D. because what? it's been Yes, it's now, supposedly is now an actual word as opposed to slang or derivative or whatever. It's just, it's... it's in a dictionary and yeah that's how i I felt logie when i heard about supposedly oh what are we doing like how can you just be oh you know and and it started or or another big uh losing battle was when uh the definition of literally 
was changed to where it can it because of uh so many people using it met, as metaphorically it's now either or and it's like why are we why are we doing this why are we catering to fucking spies <laughs> how deep <laughs> undercover are these linguists that's what i want to know i think it's because these linguists are nerds and the people you you know misusing words nerds dorcas malorcuses yeah a bunch of queebs for sure yeah so uh-huh there is a, a bullying aspect the aggressive uh the, the aggressive doof is now uh you know grabbing dictionary editors by the back of the neck and saying i got a word for you yeah I got I two words it. for you, dork. <laughs> yeah, <suck it. laughs> yeah, you turd burglar, open up. It's time to have some chocolate soft serve. <laughs> I think that uh, language evolves, and as much as I'm on your side, I, I mean, it does make sense that, of course, it supposedly would be in there. I'm sure frustrated is next. I'm sure you're going to get wondering in there instead of wandering. Well, yeah, if I, the petition pays off. One that pisses me off the most is frustrate. Instead of frustrated, people say frustrate. Ooh, I have not encountered that in the wild. Well, you're also not talking to people. No. Like, yeah. Because they say shit like supposedly and frustrated <laughs> and library and fucking literally when they mean I'm making this shit up. I am literally <laughs> frustrated with people. And I'm not being supposedly. I mean this, you know serious totes it makes me logy totes my totes my jokes yeah remember when totes was a thing and everyone was like yes i can just be funny by saying totes instead of having an original idea i can say totes and then ride the wave of of high fives and bro yeah uh-huh yeah just all the pats on the back i'm gonna look sunburned something like that god it's eluding me because i eluding not... all right now who's making up words it's been eluding me but uh thank you no it is no <laughs> it's evasive uh no i was trying to think of another thing that has been scalding my cream lately but i can't think of it damn it uh well think just a little bit harder because i'm sure there's a whole litany of things you're furious about well i got sidetracked with supposedly dude low- i had a dream about you being furious all right it was crazy Dude, I we were I think we were somewhere in southern Colorado. It felt like we were and like you and me and Becker were sitting outside next to like a Camaro. Some kind of car Becker would, you know, know about instead of, you know, knowing any loved one's birthdays, he just knows cars. Um and and we were sitting there and like we all had some cold ones cracked. And I think there was like a smoker going or something. And then you went inside probably to take a 45 minute dump or you know, rub out a secret uh Jizz bomb. Yeah, you know, classic Lund move. (laughs) And then these kids rode by on a fucking, uh, in a pickup truck, and they were throwing snowballs at the Camaro. And me and Becker were like, oh, no, they're really painting this Camaro. But it wasn't ours, clearly. It must have belonged to you. And in the dream, I remember saying to Becker, God, I wish Lund was here to see this. He'd be so pissed (laughs) watching these kids just fucking raise hell and, you know, just snowballing people randomly from the back of their car. And then I woke up just thinking, man, Lum would have loved that. He would have been so pissed. <laughs> if it was my car, hell yeah. If it was uh, if it was the car of anyone I knew, still pissed. If it was anyone, you would have been pissed. You would have been like, God damn, these kids. This is why they need to be in cages on the border. <laughs> I feel a rant coming. <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh, what's Lund's deal? <laughs> You're moving again. You've got to be careful over that. Okay. How about this? 
Yeah, you're you're good. Okay, yeah, I literally can't switch hands or hold, change up my grip on this thing. You got to go full Shivo. Yeah, I know. I can't choke <laughs> up on the bat. <laughs> hey, but also, if if it does cut out again, do not resuscitate. All right, just you guys, you guys carry on like Terry intended. <laughs> I just found out. I just found out Gory has a DNR. Gordy's totally DNR. <laughs> <laughs> I just took him to get a, uh, a do groomer. Not, do not roll over. <laughs> yeah, do not rub tummy. <laughs> and the, the groomer was like, and if something happens to your dog, what do you want us to do? And I had to call Emily, and she was like, oh, he's DNR. <laughs> it's like, what? She had a long, it took her years to figure out how to get that uh, conveyed to her. Yeah. Uh, via, via scratching the door or sitting in a certain spot. Yeah, Gordy just keeps, you know, every time you rub his tummy, he just says, kill me. <laughs> I don't want to live. They have I, didn't, I didn't sign up for this. They have that on one of those language boards that, have you seen those videos where the dogs learn how to say different things? I don't yeah. know. How, I have no idea how. Those might be just a complete uh, magic trick. They might. Those might be just a smoke screen, but... Well, yeah. yeah, you can only you can only speak dog if you're a very lonely widower. That's the only way you can understand a dog is if your husband died and now you can't love again. <sighs> He's reincarnated through your dog. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but yeah, it's funny to imagine you've got buttons for different things that dogs would dogs would want to say like oh i'm hungry i want to go outside i love you and then do not resuscitate uh, <laughs> cremation not burial yeah uh, read my ashes at the good dog park i don't carry my heart at wounded knee sons everywhere <laughs> oh yeah i tried that on stage last night it bombed that Patreon second show cause- last night good god okay well I, I was gonna wait until uh sam's show corner but Let's get there early. Oh no, sorry. You just you reminded me. I'm kidding. There's not a designated <laughs> Sam show corner. Well, I'm reading show notes right now and I am seeing that they're later on. There's a show Bible, there's a show Torah, there's a show Menorah. Yeah. Show Quran is coming it, next season. It's right between cars that Becker saw and what did you eat this weekend? What did Becker so, eat? How many times yeah. have I shit today? <laughs> yeah. Uh, who's, who's, <laughs> Who's got them? Redux. <laughs> Who's got them internationally? Yeah. <laughs> Man, people probably have them internationally. I never thought about it. What? They do. All the people out there having them that I'll never see. I'll never know who has them. <laughs> what about in Italy? What about in Italy? Did they have them? Well, it's tough because everyone's brawless. So it's just like if you don't have any support, it seems like you have them. Sure. For sure. I mean, there's probably people walking around like Kazakhstan and like Siberia just having them, and I'm never going to be able to, you know, make note of it. I'm never going to be able to check that box. Oh, you know who has them? Uh, okay. There is, you know, I... I, I Your neighbor? I Google... <laughs> no. <laughs> I Google... Becker's or, you know, mom. <laughs> on, uh, on the porn site, sometimes I'll, I'll say Gianna Michaels threesome and then see who she's, you know, banged. I mean, let me guess. Let me guess what you're about to say. What it's either Carmela Bing or Brandy Taylor. No. Oh, brutal. <laughs> those are tri- those are tried and true. Uh, yeah. Carmela Bing and, and Gianna, yeah. They've teamed up for some memorable performances. Yeah. No, I didn't even I didn't know about this young lady until like four days ago, but it's Laura Lyon, L I O N, 
and she's uh, she's got them. She's great. Very uh, very attractive young lady. I don't know where she's been all my life. Let me let me try and Google this. <laughs> I'll weigh in. <laughs> I'm just oh. afraid to move. She'll weigh in uh, at about two and a half pounds per. I'm not even. <laughs> Laura Lyon, porno star. Let's see what we got. Am yeah, I still no. here? Can you still hear me? Yes. Yeah, Not the former Denver comedian, but... Uh, oh, yeah. She's a classic. You knew about her? I mean, I didn't know her name, but yeah, I remember. <laughs> she was on those, like, uh, those Bang Bros trailers that I used to fucking pound off in the comments to back in 2005, <laughs> my first apartment. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. I she's, thought maybe she she's was... She's dead-eyed for sure. I thought maybe she was new on the scene. No, she's seen some pain. No, she. Well, you know what sucks is she's not. Uh, she's not uh, of age in no, this photo. She, she's not very vocal. She, Safe search off. Gianna's Gianna's over there. You know, giving feedback, encouraging, negging. You know, yeah, spitting on people. <laughs> right, and then Laura's just kind of like doing like kind of a. Uh, uh, yeah. Mm, uh, mm. So that was a negative, but but she was balanced out from you know a, a great strong performance from Gianna. So yeah, I mean uh, Gianna, Gianna, she she can fucking you know, she she's she. What's the term? I'm sorry, I got fry brain. Uh, she, she, <laughs> You're all logie. She carries the load, literally okay. and figuratively. <laughs> yeah, she's doing a lot of heavy lifting, and that's just standing up. You know, she's every day is a struggle for her. <laughs> but she goes down to the office, punches a clock, sucks a couple of cocks, punches yeah. out. Uh huh. Oh man, yeah, Laura Lyon, good for her. Yeah, there was what a walk through memory lane that I saw recently with Gianna. I can't think of her name, but she was also uh, similar looking to Lorelai, brunette, thin, big boobs. I can't remember her name though. Uh, but Is anyway, Jess- enough Jessica about my, Rabbit. Yeah, enough about my, enough about my Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> what were you gonna say about your shows last night? I like that. That section was called "Spill It or Kill It" with Nathan. <laughs> <Martin>. <laughs> <laughs> it's like fuck Mary kill but there's only two options <laughs> and Lund's giving Laura Lyon a big spill it you heard it here first folks <laughs> Lund's, Lund's pleasuring himself <laughs> <Yuck>. <laughs> not right now <laughs> not yet Ew, I just skeeved myself out there's another word. You ever say skeeved, Lund? No. No, I'm skeeved. the way. Yeah, yeah like, I mean, I've heard it. I've heard it. Like they're skeevy? Yeah. I've never really used that one. It's a good one. You should adopt it into your lexicon. I go with shady, I guess. Yeah, sketchy. Skeeve is right there with sketchy. Sketchy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, skeevy. Maybe uh, maybe once when I was drunk, but I don't remember uh, using it with intent. Becker, you ever skeeved? Oh, I've skeeved. You were a pretty skeevy guy in high school for sure. Oh yeah. He was downhill skeeving. Uh, yeah, you were you were Doug's best friend skeever. <laughs> <laughs> what were you gonna say about your comedy adventures? We're not there yet, dude. We have to follow the show notes. <laughs> Fine. We gotta do uh guess what number I'm thinking of. Seven. Okay, did that check. Very good. <laughs> I'm going I'm going with ninety nine. No, never 99. 93, maybe. All right. Well, I was close. 
I no. went over the I went over those, so that's a showcase no down. Dude, I guessed the Bengalese guy's birthday last night on stage. <laughs> that's how bad the show was going. <laughs> that's what you were waiting to unleash on us? No, but I did. I just remembered that June 17th and he went, Oh what? <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. I guessed his birthday. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was nuts. I have that capability. I have that power for some reason. You you are good at guessing birthdays and whether uh, a couple has lost a child or not. Yes, exactly. Oh, dude, speaking of Gianna Michaels, did I ever tell you about this guy, Dro, that me and David know? Me and Bori? <laughs> I don't know. I think you've talked about Dro. Yeah, well, he, like, made Gianna Michaels tap out. He's a porno actor. He's a male porn star who used to, like, live with Brian Blank or whatever. And uh, one time he was, like, telling us some of his, you know, greatest hits. And he was like, yeah, and Gianna Michaels, me and David were both like, Gianna Michaels, you know, (laughs) crank it. Yeah, guitar solo. And he was like, I made that bitch tap out. And we were like, what? And then he showed us the clip and she, like, you know, taps his back like some secret porno language. And he has to yank out because he was raw dogging her too hard. Whoa. Yeah, I've seen a video where that happens, but I don't know if that's the guy. It was, it was probably Dro. Yeah, I think there's just one dude. Yeah, so it's it's Dro. <laughs> was it an African American fellow wearing sunglasses despite being indoors and having sex? <laughs> I, he he was a black guy, but I don't remember if he has sunglasses on or not. You uh, would remember Dro. Yeah, yeah, he's like uh, the Michael Madsen of pornography. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that show Come last night man it sucked it was so bad which one both no the first show was fine the second show i don't know what it was everyone kind of ate it you know but then they get off stage and they're like oh that wasn't that bad and it's like what did you pass out for the last 12 minutes what do you mean it wasn't that bad <laughs> i mean i guess it wasn't that bad. you know how i you're gone. gone hold on how about now you're back you're all right still good Yep. All right. Um, is the dryer hear, going off? Yeah, do you hear that alarm going off? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the alert to let you guys know I'm about to get a little racist. Uh, <laughs> 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 no, but D- Lund knows I historically, if I don't have the best set in the world where everyone winds up getting branded with my initials, I'm just furious afterward. Hmm. And the second show last night was kind of one of those where I like, you know, it was fine. And afterwards, people were happy and they bought me drinks. But I was just on stage like you know, wishing all of them to contract some type of rare blood disease. Um, <laughs> for this table, there were seven Indian fellas and one uh, Chinese guy, and they were on a boys' trip in from San Francisco. And they were fun, man. A lot of great hair. I kept, you know, I kept, there was a black table uh, seated across from them, and I was like, man, I bet you guys, you bet you wish you could trade hair with this guy, huh? And uh, <laughs> all the white people were nervous and were just on Yelp right away. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, I, I just, oh, I was so furious. But we ended up hanging out with these uh, these fellas, and we went to a hookah bar afterward. Whose suggestion was that? Yours? No. Yeah, I was like, okay, Indian guys, what do they want to do? Strip club or hookah bar? Yeah, well, I wish there was some amalgam of both, some perfect world scenario. <laughs> Stinky's tit hut. <laughs> 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 Smokey's boobs and bong loads. That would have been cool. Because Raj Suresh is in town, who's an Indian fellow. He's my buddy. He's opening for me this weekend. And they, you know, all conspired against the white man. And uh, we went to a hookah bar. And when's the last time you guys have been to a hookah bar? Uh, 17. Yeah, I was going to say exactly. 18 and a half. 
Yeah, it was good. It was a good smoke screen for smelling like cigarettes. And you just tell your parents, like, we were at the hookah bar. What do you want from me, mom? <laughs> yeah, I mean, just shut up, you old bitch. <laughs> yeah, I reek. What of it, pops? <laughs> Lay off me, daddy o. I'm just smooth grooving over here. <laughs> Uh, yeah the nissan the nissan pathfinder does smell like ciggies not my fault kyle nye was with me i brought it home with me yeah but we went to the hookah bar last night and they knew how to order and it was a lot of fun and uh yeah it's just fun to be part of different cultures jesus christ (laughs) you're gone what about now are you back did you hear me compliment different cultures Yes. Yeah, and then it like robot fucked out. Well, yeah, because this thing can tell when I'm lying. <laughs> <laughs> this microphone's also a lie detector. <laughs> it's so you- uh, <laughs> the winds of truth blow on the microphone whenever I'm lying. <laughs> so you were uh, you were mad at the whites in the crowd. They were the ones that were blowing it. Well, yeah, because I kept talking about, because I was flanked, the black tables to my right, the Indian tables to my left, and I just kept talking about the people in the middle, how they looked like they were gentrifying two neighborhoods at once. <laughs> and also, you know, Denver Saki Lounge is, no one's begging for Saki. That's all I'm saying. It wasn't like the people of Denver were like, you know what's missing to complete this cultural tapestry? Overpriced Saki. Thank you, Denver Saki Lounge, for bringing that to the people. <laughs> that stuff that you tried once and you didn't really like it (laughs) yeah exactly that stuff that tastes like warm hairspray that you only drink not to be rude (laughs) i like cold it is fun it can be refreshing and then the hot stuff it's like who who dreamt this up and right it's like hot hot stuff coming through is what i say whenever i drink it (laughs) genghis Uh, cohen it was uh (laughs) one of jeff cohen's ancestors (laughs) <laughs> he was a genocidal oh. conqueror with a giant dick yeah that's why it tastes it has hints of of dong in it dude it tastes like jizz they have a seltzer there that just tastes and looks like jizz <laughs> it's like creamy uh, it looks like you drank it looks like we passed a cup around backstage and now i'm up there sipping off the fellas and you uh were you guys inside with the garage door open was it nice and uh, no garage door open that seems dumb Oh, yeah. Very dumb. You know what people hate being reminded of during a show during COVID is that they're not wearing masks. Mm -hmm. They really hate that. You just kept pointing them out? No, I'd be like, oh, you guys wear masks? They'd be like, yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah. Only when you're trapped in a very small room with strangers, that's when you don't wear them. Good call. (laughs) Glad you guys are all wearing them on your bike rides. (laughs) Last time I was at Denver Comedy Lounge was with you. That was fun. It was. Remember that one comic was bullying Noah Reynolds and we were like, they are not funny enough to bully you, Noah. Don't take that shit from this pig. Yeah. <laughs> we had to tell Noah <laughs> yeah. that, uh, yeah, that we realized that it had gotten out of hand. Because it was just a funny thing that a few people were doing that were friends with Noah. We'd be mean to Noah. He would be mean back or whatever. And then all of a sudden, I guess, I think because people started doing it on Facebook, so everybody could see, oh, this is the new uh, bit that everybody in Denver does if they want to look like they're in the know. And then it got out of control where it was like, oh, yeah, everybody just piles on Noah and it's hilarious and we all get to high five. And it's like, no, you have to be (laughs) friends with him first or else it's just being an asshole. Yeah, you can't just, can you hear me? I'm yep. so nervous yeah. every time I talk. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let you know. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I've been calling him a snowman. That's his new nickname. 
That's fun. Do you see him on the streets? Be like, snowman. I'll try to remember that. It's very hard to compliment Noah and tell him that he's my favorite young Denver comedian without him being like, okay, what's next? It's like, no, I'm being sincere. And he's like, oh. Yeah, he thinks everything is a bit. Yeah, he just thinks the world's collapsing around him all the time. I think he's been lied to a lot. A lot of people have uh, taken him for a ride. They've uh, sold him a a bill of goods. And um, so, yeah, he is not he's not a trustworthy fellow. Yeah, he's got battered wives syndrome. That's all. (laughs) He's always flinching. Yeah, he's always making excuses for people's bad behavior. Apologizing. Knows how to suck a dick to keep a man. He <laughs> he uh, he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna open gonna open for, for me in Pueblo in a couple of weeks because uh, Brad Galley booked me. And you catching uh, that too, Sam? Yeah. What was that? Yeah. Whoa. What? Whoa. Well, that that was what happens whenever Lund's about to brag. Is it sounds <laughs> like he's being ripped through time and space. You I like sounded blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It like, was cool. It was kind of neat. I'm leaving it in, but it yeah. sounded wild. I wanted to make sure it wasn't my computer fucking up. Yeah, no. Mm, I don't You're know. Good. I didn't, nothing changed on my end, but uh, yeah, get Brad Galley booked me for his uh, outdoor show in Pueblo, and he was April like, seventeenth. Oh, that's right. Yep. I was like, uh, let's see if we can get Noah, and he was like, I I actually asked him, but. I haven't heard back, and I was like, I'll bully him in, into saying yes. And so I texted him and was like, hey, do that show. And then, he, uh, you know, like five minutes later, Galley is like, Noah's in. And I was like, yeah, no shit. Yeah, Noah shit, Brad. I got him. I don't know how he's going to get down there. I guess he'll have to go with Brad. Yeah, he should probably just start hitchhiking. He's at the age where he needs to start exploring more, both in the world and sexually. Yeah. He listens to this pod. He's going to hear all this. No, if you're listening, you need to give a stranger a hand job to get to Pueblo. <laughs> That's the move, man. Live a little. Yeah, shit or get off the pot. All right. You want to be a comic. You want to be a wild man. Live it up. Get a hot load yeah, of Lund in your hand. <laughs> <laughs> Lund will drive Not up and me. pick you up. Yeah, you would pick him up if you knew you were going <laughs> to get get rubbed the right way for once everything's always rubbing you the wrong way <laughs> you need to get rubbed the right way <laughs> lund's dick has a dnr <laughs> uh well yeah uh i that'll be my first show in forever i don't know when i think the last one i would have done would have been the naughty and nice sets for comedy works which was like November. Oh, damn. Yeah. I have not been. I, nobody has asked me to do. I've done like two Zoom shows. And, I, you know, because I'm, I'm not trying to do those. They're kind of stressful because you don't know if it's going to be fun or weird. I've had some fun on some of them. There was one that we did together that was pretty fun. But, it, it, you know, but other about that, the one that I forgot about and I didn't do. <laughs> no, the one with like you. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> Josh Blue was on, and that was a that was like a fun uh, show throughout. But oh yeah, the last uh, or I was down here at Wally's once when I was supposed to do the best of San Francisco, which I didn't realize was like popular. They had like eighty people in there, so I'm at Wally's and I'm sitting there watching the show, and everything is fine. Like the stream is good, and I'm watching it. So I'm on Wally's Wi-Fi. So I'm like, all right, this is uh, going to be fun. 
and I watched the whole show because I was supposed to close it out. And then it's my turn to perform and my shit started, well, Wally shit, started sucking like as soon as I tried to talk. And so I I couldn't do a set. It was fucking very annoying. Because again, you know, it would have been one thing if it was any other Zoom show when there's like seven people and, you know, they all have, uh, you know, they're in the dark, you know, you can like barely see them because they're just kind of peering into their uh, laptop camera. They're all related to the host. Well, yeah, and they're like in a dark room and they you can kind of tell that they're alive, but not because, <laughs> not because they're laughing or giving it up, but just because they like move now and then to scratch themselves. It wasn't that. There were like fucking dozens of people in there and it would have been a great a fun time and they were like oh we'll have you back and guess who hasn't had me back <laughs> the city of san francisco <laughs> i'm banned i'm blacklisted from sf damn you're like tech nine christopher john said he's gonna kick my ass if he ever sees me on the street yeah he's a gypsy brawler <laughs> he's literally an american gypsy he's romani yeah sorry my bad i don't want to be anti-zygonist <laughs> everybody's a, a zygote no, that's the term for uh, someone who's anti-gypsy. Because Zion is a homeland and have, Zygon is no homeland. It's being apostate for many like birthplace. So uh, uh. so if you're an anti-Zygonist, you're anti-gypsy. And I mean, honestly, if I'm pro one bunch of goofy goofballs, it's I'm, I'm pro-gypsy. Get out there. Scam norms. They're pretty much just carnies that don't work at a carnival, and I love it. Yeah. They, uh, yeah, well, yeah, family first. They distrust anybody that they don't know, which makes more sense than being, you know, a complete rube. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they'll do whatever odd jobs until uh, they decide it's time to pick up shop, you know, and move they're on ju- out down the road. <laughs> they're just juggalos. That's all they are. <laughs> what you just Damn described as juggalos. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. A little, there's there's more piercings. I, well, no, I don't know which one would have more piercings. Overall. Well, I... I mean, juggalos will be, they're more apt to let you come hang out with them. Gypsies aren't extending the olive branch to anyone. Right, right. Gypsies are very insular. Right, juggalos are always recruiting. Yeah. Like the Mormons, a lot of recruitment going on, strength in numbers. And a lot of banging underage girls. Whoa, boy. Wowie wee wow. Oh, what? (laughs) You don't think that's accurate? No, I'm, you're speaking some truth. (laughs) Yeah. It, to, not to power either. They're a powerless bunch, the Juggalos. <laughs> oh, but Mormons are. Mormons are very powerful. I grew up Juggalo adjacent, and I, you know, every Lotus out there, I'm with you. All right. <laughs> I ride for the Juggle crew. Hmm. I'd love to have a bunch of Juggalo fans. Yeah, they're they're uh, they're only scary till you get to know them. I mean, I pretty much have a bunch of Juggalo fans, but they lack an ethos, unlike the Juggalos who are united, you know? <laughs> yeah, you have a lot of free agent fans. Yeah, I do have a bunch of gypsies, pretty much. <laughs> Just people American. who aren't allowed to go home because they don't have one. American travelers. Becker's giving us a tour of his new apartment. By the way, guys, uh, if you're wondering why we didn't have an episode last week, we did on the Patreon. So go on over there and give us five bucks a month. So Lund can my beard cream or whatever he's spending the money on. And then also, Becker moved. Becker moved to Trinidad. We talked about it on, oh, yeah, on the Patreon. Yeah. Patreon, yeah. Becker, catch us up. 
Yeah, I moved to Trinidad on Monday night at like 11.30 at night. And I'm did, finally did any, all unpacked. Did any of your good friends help you move? Uh, yeah, Kayvon helped out. Nice. Uh, Matt Oren helped a little bit. What a good guy. He has back pain, too. Yeah, Nathan's foot was fucked up. I saw it. It was fucked up. Nathan didn't help. Nathan did not help. Well, that makes sense. I mean, you probably have so many friends in, in Trinidad that you were probably like, Nathan, I don't need your help. Actually, yeah. Yeah. I remember seeing Lund say that his foot hurt as soon as you said, hey, I'm about to be at my new house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you're cracking yourself up with your conspiracies. Oh, no, I'm just putting the, I'm just putting the pieces together. That's all. My shit hurts so bad. It still is like tender, which uh, I'm hoping tomorrow it'll be back to normal. But it has sucked. Somehow you gave yourself iodine poisoning or whatever. Too much fish. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I wanted to make sure that he that I I had to say something right away so that he. Didn't ask uh, for help. Didn't ask, and then I have to tell him. Well, I thought it would it would be worse if I don't say anything, and then he asks, and I'm like, oh, dude, my ankle. So I let him know. God. It was a preemptive strike. I get it. So annoying. I'm going to preemptively strike you the next time I see you. <laughs> yeah, right. You're going to give me a hug. You're going to be so excited. No, I'm going to take you down. Yeah, right, dude. I'm untakeable. <laughs> <laughs> There's no takeout. I'm, I'm like Rodizio Grill, dude. <laughs> <laughs> how about that becker loved it <laughs> becker's tried to get a doggy bag from rodizio for sure uh, <laughs> he's lined the lined his pants pockets in his jinkos oh he's lined his pants with shit whenever he leaves rodizio <laughs> man old, old jakey diarrhea old, old, <laughs> old brown water becker <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's got. Uh, you said he has a a little apartment. He's got a a, a house with two entrances. Oh my a, god! A duplex turned uniplex. Yes. Out of boy Becker. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. great. I love it. And you purchased it cash outright. <laughs> yeah, that's that's how I'm living. Yep. Seventy five k. Cash. Oh, sorry. How those those fries are coming back on me. Mm. Fucking fries. Oh man, too spicy. Your mom said. Well, I think she, you know, she only says five words, so they were too Julie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you no, know, to all the listeners out there, can you hear me? Yeah. All right. Do you know my mom? Kind of sounds like Kenny from South Park. I realized today. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And then, like every seventh word, you understand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some of them come through the muffle. Yeah, like every seventh word you hear, just say like fat tits or like, you know, <laughs> just like Kenny, like hard rod. <laughs> Dude, my mom had two mojitos at lunch and then we get to the car and as soon as she sits down, she reaches in the side pocket and pulls out a little flask of vodka and takes a bareback nip. <laughs> just no chaser nips it down. And I was like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> a little nip, then a sip. Yeah. <laughs> then a gulp. Right. My dad, Mitch Jones, he was like, it's a living. You know? <laughs> <laughs> we were hoping to. So we, we, had a, 
we got to bully Mitch into coming down here for the chief. I think we could do it. He's not into it. Let's send him an envelope full of our blood and just be like, this could be your blood if you don't come down here. You're next. <laughs> I don't know we, why. It'd be intimidating to send him our blood, but I think it would be. All the pathogens. I think we could sweep. <laughs> yeah, either come down here and get some other bodily fluids sprayed on you or the blood's coming once a month. <laughs> Mitch is so big. They should use him to make like snake anti-venom. That's how big he is. <laughs> oh, wait, what? Do you know oh, how they yeah. make snake anti-venom? No. They have a horse and they have a bunch of snakes bite it. <laughs> and the horse is so big that its blood will do battle with the snake venom. Okay. And then after like five weeks, once it survives, they take out like a couple gallons of horse blood and they synthesize anti-venom out of the, you know, whatever anti snake venom properties happened inside the horse but that's what i'm saying mitch is so big that he could be the horse sure. <laughs> they would, could just yeah. have a bunch of vipers bite mitch and then you know a month later just take you know take a third of his blood he doesn't need it all <laughs> he's hoarding blood <laughs> from all those without it and then you could you know fucking save the outback or whatever with all that mitch blood. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I I feel like that would have to be better than starting with horse blood and then getting to uh, something that helps humans. I mean, you're skipping a few steps, right? Dude, they've been doing that. That's how they've done anti-venom forever. Yeah. But I'm, but I'm saying it sounds like a pretty involved process. There's probably a centrifuge. Yeah. There's some, uh, <laughs> there's some uh, you have to boil the blood and then bring it back down to right room, room temperature. temperature. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. So, yeah. Yeah, Mitch blood seems like it may, may go down easier. A little smoother. Yeah, get rid of the centrifuge and just bring in a centrifuge. Mitch Jones <laughs> for, for anti-venom president 2022. Whoa. That was off mic. Uh, <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was <laughs> in my ears. <laughs> it was off mic. I went like this. You burped like a toilet flushing. <laughs> that was pretty good. That was nuts. <laughs> that, sounded, that sounded like they were sending a gypsy baby to heaven. uh oh we had a little drama down here not too long ago that i forgot to talk about drama oh before that though i constantly forget about this when we were like pretty new down here like two three weeks down here i saved george michael's fucking life and i i didn't brag about it i kept forgetting but i totally did saved his ass he was choking but because he was a uh you know was and still is a dog he wasn't (laughs) He wasn't doing or saying anything. You know? Like he wasn't like, Hurroo. he wasn't trying to form the words. We don't have a, you know, we don't have the communication board that says DNR. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I might, I might've gone against his wishes in that regard because I resuscitated. Well, George but, Michael's a Calvinist. So he, he knows where he's going. He fucking, for whatever reason, he just had this, uh, this look to him where I sensed something was up, something was wrong. And so Megan grabs him and sure enough, he had like a treat or something like a bone stuck in his throat <laughs> and all, I mean, eight years together. So I guess it's not that crazy, but I look, he, he walked into the living room and I looked at him and I was, I said to Megan, something's wrong with George Michael. <laughs> he, was, <laughs> he was dying. He was, he couldn't breathe. Oh no. And Megan got that shit out of there. I was like, Oh damn, I saved his ass. But it was pretty fun. What'd she do? Just like smush him? Did she smush it out of him? 
became a little doggy Heimlich. No, she uh, reached <laughs> into his into his mouth and she was able to pull out the little bit. Of, it was like raw. It was like it was a rawhide. And you know, uh, I just keep thinking of you. <laughs> you know those old timey like uh, billows they had to get fires going back yeah, in like yeah. just playing George Michael like a billows, <laughs> <laughs> just his back two legs and squishing him. <laughs> Yeah, that would probably do the trick. I don't know why that's cracking me up so much. I'm glad. Yeah, it's just funny thing about smushing a dog to save its life. Yeah, because Gordy's old and mental. I'm always like almost sitting on his head, or you know, <laughs> fucking running him over with my mongoose bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, this uh, this dude moved in next door to us because you know we've got we've got our apartment, and then next to us there's like three sleeper rooms that share a kitchen and a bathroom yeah and you know it takes a certain kind of person to, to be able to live like that uh you know maybe like a european traveler could do that a gypsy would be fine over there but uh there's a couple people that have been over there for a while and then somebody that uh moved in when we when megan and i moved in and then there was this empty room until this uh well, he looked he looked like he had lived a couple of lives, you know. He was a rough looking dude, this guy Mike. He's a joker in. and a smoker and a midnight toker. Yeah, yeah. He looked like he'd been played like a like a smoke villa a couple <laughs> times by God and Satan. And uh when when Megan and I saw him, it was like, Oh God, what is this guy's deal? You know, like is has he had a rough past and now he's trying, you know, this is act two, this is you know, he's out of prison now and he's learned some lessons and now he's going to try to, or is he in the middle of it? Is he, you know, is this still, uh, you know, the, the, the second half of act one where he is, uh, just, you know, going hard. And, uh, <laughs> I think it was that cause he lived here for like six days and, uh, all of a sudden, you know, I started hearing him just screaming at someone <laughs> And it was this guy, Jason, who is very chill, like one of the best guys I've ever met. You have a Jason down there, too? Yes. Whoa. <laughs> common name. Awesome. <laughs> you got a neighbor named Jason? Didn't, wasn't that, oh, that was Jeremy, rock and roll Jeremy. Yeah, Jeremy was, okay. was yeah, was our neighbor in Denver. And also that guy who loved the song <laughs> Wet Ass Pussy, but he always had diarrhea from too much gas station coffee. <laughs> Let's not forget that guy. <laughs> it was uh, me, Jeremy. Oh, okay. <laughs> remember Jeremy? <laughs> I, I did not remember him. We got to have a greatest hits of all of our characters on here sometime. <laughs> yeah, we could, we could probably yeah, fill up was, 50 minutes. Was, uh, me, Jeremy, baby. <laughs> anyway, so you got Jason down there. Yeah, he's a good guy. I like talking to him. And uh, all of a sudden, yeah, like a week ago, he I could kind of hear him because he was still like pretty chill and then i but i could hear the other guy michael just pissed what do you mean what the fuck are you talking about ah! and uh you know i can only hear every other word or whatever but eventually i got the story that dude was uh probably smoking in his room like a bad boy and that's a that's a no-no in a shared because they don't even have like uh uh i don't Windows? think the, i don't think the walls go up to the ceiling i think it's all kind of like you know thrown together over there yeah well and even if it's not like they all you know the the units over there share uh walls and then they're you know they're coming and going through the same hallway and shit so i think 
sounds like this dude was probably smoking in his room. And if he wasn't, he was trying to say that he was smoking in his truck with his windows up. And it was like, yeah, that's almost as bad as smoking in your room. You're bringing it in like fucking pig pen. You know, that cloud <laughs> of menthol is just going to come with you right into the right into the house. I don't know. I don't want to speak for Becker, but I think that he loves that idea. Smoking in the boys' room? No, smoking in the truck with the windows up? Yeah, that's called a winter delight. So that you don't... <laughs> Becker, getting involved. <laughs> Becker coming off the bench for two. <laughs> well, he, if he would have cracked the windows on that Nissan, he probably wouldn't be uh, out on the street right now, traveler style. Why does he sleep in his truck? That's what I'm, He might be in that Nissan 24-7 now is what I'm saying. Hell yeah, you can smoke all you want in there. That's right. And you, don't, you only have to share a bathroom with your other hand. My grandma, <laughs> my grandma used to blast cigs in the car with the windows up. Oh yeah, that was before people knew any better. Oh, they knew this was 2017. Oh okay, <laughs> yeah, it was this my was 30th someone, birthday. She's just blasting Kent. <laughs> this was someone Kent's. holding on to a past yeah. that they enjoyed. I was yeah. young. Remember Kent's? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, those were rough. I think the worst I've had was... <laughs> David just went to the bathroom and came out while rubbing his hand in front of his face. <laughs> he do, just not, did, <laughs> do, do not, not go in there. Do not resuscitate. <laughs> <laughs> the toilet has a DNR around its neck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the toilet. <laughs> Toilet's tapping out like Gianna with Drove. <laughs> we hired a uh, maid to come clean our house yesterday. While you were gone? Or yeah, you ever watch, or did you watch? Yeah, she was wearing a French outfit. It was great. All right. I was sitting there fingering my belly button. <laughs> <laughs> Just adding lint onto the onto the yeah. rug. Uh-huh. Oh no, there's some uh-huh. more belly button lint over here. <laughs> oh, Ava, that'll do. <laughs> she kept calling me sir because she didn't know my name, <laughs> which sucked. Yeah. And then at the end of it, she was like, oh, by the way, what is your name? And I was like, Sam, and she was like, oh, good. I was very uncomfortable calling you, sir, but I did not know your name. And I was like, yeah, I hated it, too. (laughs) But I loved it. I thought you weren't there. I loved it. I was there at the end of it. I was out lifting weights, and she'd come out and be like, sir, I found a single earring. What do I do with it? (laughs) I was like, keep it. It's all you can eat, Ava. Put it in your fanny pack. Yeah. But she was cool. She did a great job. Uh, I thought it would be weird, but it, you know, I fucking hate cleaning. So I'll pay a hundred bucks to, you know, empower some woman. That's what it is, is empowering. (laughs) Yeah. Oh boy. You and fucking Mitt Romney creating jobs, empowering women. Yeah, it's all I do, man. Back on the Mormon thing. I just lift up marginalized voices. (laughs) Uh, Sir, your dog... His wiener is hard. What do I do? (laughs) (laughs) Did she really ask you what she should do with an earring she found? Because I think, is the answer put it on a surface that isn't, you know, the ground? Yeah, I don't know. I think she was just being considerate. I don't think she wanted to be accused of pickpocketry. Although my wife, you know, she hid everything that was worth to her, which I thought was insane. (laughs) She was like, put the laptops in the trunk of your car. (laughs) We don't know this woman. I don't know. Someone from next door. Emily posted on next door. So it was a stranger. You know, there was no uh, background check, but she did a great job. Uh, Oh, dude, tomorrow is Easter. So, you know, happy birthday to all the chosen ones. 
and uh, we're we're drinking homemade wine tomorrow. What? Yeah, Luke Lockfeld and Bori made homemade wine out of just straight up jugs of Dollar Juice. It's called Papa. They just made fucking jail juice. It's Pruno, and they've been aging it for forty days. And tomorrow we're cracking it open. Is that enough time? Allegedly, that's what this old man said on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, well, it does make sense to make your own wine. There's a real shortage uh, out there, so I'm sure it would be tough to pick some up. They're just trying to be artisanal. It's fun. It's a hobby. Yeah. you just jealous? You never thought of it? When I'll, you were... bet, I'll bet it's gross. I'll bet they forgot to add sugar. Oh, it's going to be gross as hell. They wanted it to be, be gross. They wanted it to be healthy. So like no sugar, <laughs> just three oranges and a cherry and then a bunch of gasoline. Yeah, exactly. Dude, it's, it's allegedly fucking, it's like schnapps. It's like 40 AB. It's like 40 proof or whatever it is. Mm. Yeah. It's going to be gnarly. <laughs> We're going to be fucking faded. My mom's going to be wearing my dad like, as, as, as a hat. It'll be great. <laughs> We're all going to take turns in her chair doing wheelies. <laughs> Your mom's going to dump them out oh bummer (laughs) (laughs) that would really ruin the party (laughs) if mama t's flapjacks hit the table (laughs) (laughs) they have risen both of them (laughs) oh god i would hate that well you ever see your mom nude no yeah me either how dare you becker my mom doesn't have them yeah i know your mom does not have them (laughs) Would it we be, all know that. <laughs> would it be better if she did? Uh, yeah, I mean, for her, for her, I guess. I don't know. For me, it okay. doesn't matter. Okay. Makes no never mind to me. She was my mom either way. But uh, I'll tell you, you know, my friends weren't beating down the door to get in and, and have a sleepover. So maybe I would have been more popular. <laughs> yeah, they, they weren't coming over with jump ropes asking your mom to set the record. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey mrs l i was hoping to get a haircut if you don't mind <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey mrs lund have you ever tried to touch your elbows behind your back right yeah there was none of that going on at our place <laughs> get a haircut <laughs> it's so funny just come over to your busty friend's mom's house and you're like oh god i have to i need a haircut right now <laughs> Just burst in a, the door. I have a hair emergency. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Cameron Rao, can I come over and get a haircut from your mom? Oh, <laughs> uh, that rules. Were you, were you saying something? Oh, you. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> no, it was about your your mom getting blasted on this homemade wine. Oh yeah, it's gonna be nuts. I was like, where did we? <laughs> Where did we get off track? This was not on the schedule. Yeah, where do we go from here? This is not on the outline. <laughs> yeah, turn all the lights down now. Yeah, so Betsy's dumping them out. Well, that, that would make me smile from ear to ear. Oh no, it wouldn't. <laughs> you'd have to. You'd probably be like, uh, "We need to schedule a meeting with the neurologist." <laughs> Things have taken a turn. Becker, My mom, go ahead. I was going to ask Becker if he has a Busty an authentic, mom? no, an authentic p- Bigfoot f- plaster cast of his of his I appendage. Do. Yeah, it was uh, given to me by Bobo the Bigfoot Hunter. <laughs> oh, Humboldt County legend. Yeah, he's the man. Yeah, 
yeah, he, he, he gave me that at uh, Bridgetown a couple years ago when we were oh, partying. There we go. Now we can see <laughs> look it. At, look at that thing. <laughs> Good God. It's fucking huge. It's as big as like four, all four Ninja Turtle figures you have in front of it. Yeah, it's like Mitch Jones stepped in some wet cement. <laughs> I also have like Bart Simpson and Alf figures. I have a John Goodman. Nice. <laughs> I wish it were a John Goodman figure. It's a yeah. Fred, it's a Fred Flintstone figure from the movie. <laughs> but I wish it was just John Goodman or like a, a Dan Dan uh, <laughs> a Dan Arnold. I mean, they went pretty good, man, on the face. Dan Connor. Excuse that is me. that is pretty good, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you know who has an actual like Bigfoot plaster cast is Brett Hiker's dad. Nice. Well, yeah, because he's the game warden for uh, Rocky Mountain National Park, so he's like a preeminent Bigfoot expert, and he's been interviewed on the History Channel multiple times. That makes that makes it sound like you're casting doubt on what becker has but you're saying firsthand yeah like uh, a hiker hiker got it right yeah it's a one of one it's not like that bullshit you know fucking dime store knockoff becker has yeah becker's praying to that thing <laughs> <laughs> no yeah but hiker's dad like won't talk about bigfoot unless he's being paid like 10 grand what yeah because i used to do those mountain runs with becker it, you're not becker but it was like you know it was a real who's that of comedy it was like me jordan doll <laughs> hiker rick d simone you know 2010 jordan doll yeah exactly roger norquist and i would be up there with hiker's dad staying at their house you know and i'd be like so what can you tell me about bigfoot and he'd be like we're having venison for dinner and then just like leave the room <laughs> <laughs> go out in the garage and start revving his car <laughs> hiker used to uh we would do those mountain runs and we'd have to do radio really early and i would just wake up with hiker sitting on the edge of the bed drinking a pabst and he'd be like you guys ready to go (laughs) did you sleep no i was waiting (laughs) (laughs) yeah he doesn't sleep he waits like chuck norris yeah he just lives a chuck norris life uh megan and i in taos uh I showed her she had seen the Walker Texas Ranger lever from Conan, but I remembered them. And so we watched a few of those. That was some, some good comedy, man. Fun stuff. Yeah. And that, that I'm glad we got to that Lund's classic comedy corner. <laughs> yeah. If you're, if you're, sick of, if you're sick of current comedy trends. Yeah. Go ahead and fire up uh, YouTube. Look up Conan walker texas ranger lever yeah but you probably you got our listeners probably won't like it because you know louis ck wrote it so oh shit well he didn't write walker texas ranger no he did he goes through it every episode actually (laughs) he's a workaholic (laughs) can't get enough work he's working it so becker we got about five minutes left why don't you give us your initial uh, impression of trinidad uh it's great food's not open late enough that's that's my only gripe. You can get Domino's or Pizza Hut until what eleven thirty. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, not late enough either. <laughs> I know that was the joke. Oh, I was, okay. I was in on it. I so, followed you. So that was Lund's fallen flat corner. <laughs> <laughs> as, as flat as Mrs. L. <laughs> yeah, the first time I saw your mom, I was like, damn, I thought she might be stacked. Yeah, you wish. I do wish. <laughs> that would rock. <laughs> Maybe next time. <laughs> Your next mom. 
Yeah. Well, I guess, yeah, I'm not going to get a new mom. I might get a new dad. I mean, Kim's a new mom. (laughs) (laughs) I bet that milk did her body good. You know, I didn't. (laughs) didn't. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) I like the idea that you think that she was, she was drink. She was the one drinking it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes and that's sam t's comeback corner <laughs> awesome well yeah i'm glad you guys are down there together you'll be down oh, yeah. here at the end of the month i will for the chief comedy festival come on out and see me lund and becker making his triumphant stage debut for the first time in what fucking 12 years yes yeah, probably three or four are you gonna puke? Are you no. gonna get on stage and just puke? No, I'll be I'll be fine. Dude, Becker, for that live podcast, you have to dust off some of your old hits. What do you mean? We gotta hear like three minutes of your stand up that you used to do. Oh, if I can find notebooks, I could probably do it. Come on, Becker, you gotta. Yeah, we could spring we could spring here on. somewhere. We could you could pick like three or four and have them ready and we could go to you, throw it to you a few times. Yeah, and then you can do like so, this Howard Dean character, he's got a real <laughs> shot. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll, I'll try to find my old notebook. Lun, fun fact. Do you know who hosted the first sex pot comedy show ever? Jake Becker? Jacob Becker. Jake Brown. I was on it. Jake Brown emceed. Jake Becker. Brown. Becker yeah. Jake Incorporated. <laughs> hey, was- prayers, prayers up for Brown. I hope that tinnitus goes away. <laughs> Is that but, <laughs> has that been does he have a GoFundMe set up for his tinnitus? Uh I don't know. I bet he's doing a tinnitus festival though. <laughs> <laughs> In Hawaii. <laughs> so funny to make fun of Brown for like being on the cutting edge of everything and cashing in. <laughs> like it, it rules. But <laughs> we're not jealous, Beck. We're not jealous, Brown. <laughs> Take me to Hawaii. <laughs> I could do uh, I could do Tinnitus Fest. I've had it since fucking two thousand two, probably. Really? Yeah, I can't. I can't. Uh, that's I can't go to bed without having the TV on because otherwise it's just that's all I hear. Wow. It sucks. And it doesn't get better unless they like readjust how your jaw fits by breaking it with a hammer. Oh yeah, and I tr- I went that route. Uh, the home the home remedy. Yeah, but he swallowed the hammer. <laughs> It was a ref. <laughs> I stepped on my own head. Oof. Uh, yeah, tinnitus uh, is annoying. I bet, man. I don't like it. You don't have it? No, dude. It's because you went to so many Mudvayne concerts unironically. If you see a butt rock band, ironically, you don't get hearing loss. But if you go there wearing the T-shirt, hoping to get it signed, then you get tinnitus. That's the issue. I had several friends that were musicians or went to a lot of shows, worked shows, and they were like, yeah, you got earplugs, just get a decent pair, and then you'll be good to go. And I just never did. And, yeah, a uh, decent pair, unlike your mom. Went and saw Deftones and whoever the fuck else. I don't know if I – I never saw Mudvayne. I saw Deftones. Uh, and, yeah, never fucking – and then once it gets bad, you – can't hear that good so then you just start listening to everything louder and you just keep you know 
ruining your shit over <laughs> over and over. <laughs> yeah, it's just compounding interest. It's uh dumb, but you know, what was the alternative? Be responsible, take care of myself? Yeah, have have foresight, think ahead. No way. Doesn't, doesn't sound like me when I was 20 to 33. <laughs> <laughs> no thanks i was too busy backyard wrestling and fucking cranking corn with my windows rolled up cranking corn and watching porn oh yeah cranking my own shank well speaking of shank everyone if you're eating lamb shank tomorrow for easter i hope you enjoy it i hope you're surrounded by people who love you and your friends and family maybe one enemy that you don't really tell is an enemy and it's just like this secret cold war you both have brewing under the surface but uh either way happy easter he is risen um, speaking of who's risen, Sam T's back on the road next weekend. I'll be in Milwaukee at the Laughing Tap. I'll be in Green Bay, uh, Wisconsin, actually Luxembourg, Wisconsin. London, I'm doing one of those prime rib shows. What were those? No. Oh, that no. dinner. Yeah, it's like if you want a comedy show, it's three dollars. But if you want all you can eat prime rib and mashed potato hats, it's one hundred and twenty dollars, and you get a comedy yeah. show on the side. So, oh, hell yeah. You're just going to have a bunch of people choking on that prime rib. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to give them the old George Michael treatment. <laughs> That's right. Save a life. Yeah, ride, ride, a, a, ride a cowboy. Yeah, yeah, all right. We still you, got it. You cut out, but I saw your mouth moving. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Laughing Tap in Milwaukee, uh, the Renwick Mansion in Davenport, Iowa, Black Circle Brewing or Black Shirt Brewing in Indianapolis. Check out the tour dates. I'm back on the road. Lund's in Pueblo, April 17th with the one and only Noah, the snowman Reynolds. <laughs> and uh, hey, come and see us at the Chief Comedy Festival and watch Becker get back on the horse. <laughs> he better not. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got excited when you said that even. Oh, heroin. All right. <laughs> We're all doing heroin at the Chief Comedy Festival. So come on down. Bring your rigs. We're tying off and tying up. And it's going to be a laugh riot. Don't forget to check out our Patreon. Oh, very good. Thank you, Becker. Yeah, try get on our Patreon, com slash gypsies stink <laughs> at, at Angel Fire. That's when you don't. That's when you don't riff. Is when you're giving out a website, you bastard. <laughs> Patreon.com/slash Chubby Behemoth for all of your listening needs. We've never missed a Patreon episode, so rock it and roll it, lose control it, <laughs> crank it. <laughs>